Hi everyone, welcome to Dharma Earth's Dose of Dharma and uh, this is your Dose of Dharma for today. So, previously we talked about uh, Sangika Dhana, right? the seven types of Sangika Dhana. And uh, we have a, uh, uh, described uh, the different types of Sangika Dhana. Then hmm? one thing to take note, uh, one thing to take note is that during the Buddha's time, the people were generally not disposed to you know, form attachments to uh, or concerning themselves too much uh, with indig individual personality. They had their mind bent on the Sangha, on the, on the community of bhikkhus as a whole. And therefore, they were able to make much offering of the noble Sangika Dana. And <clears throat> because of this, the needs of the members of the Sangha were mostly met because of the distributions made by the Sangha. They had very little need to rely to rely on lay people and lay women donors and therefore had little attachments to them. They were not they have they were not think that oh these are the donors of my monastery, the donors of my robe, etc. So in this way the bhikkhus, uh, uh, the bhikkhus during the Buddha's time can be free of the bonds of attachments like that. Huh? And to illustrate this, uh, let me we would like to quote an example of a layperson during the Buddha's time. So this person is called uh, Uga. Okay, he's known as the householder Uga. So he has eight very wonderful qualities. Uh, a very wonderful qualities. Uh, today, uh, here we will not go into them all, but there's one, uh, uh, the number six quality, which is worth bringing up here. It is said, uh, Uga said, uh, whenever I invite the Sangha to my house to make some offerings, oh, the heavenly beings will come ahead of them and inform me, oh, householder, such and such are bhikkhus are enlightened, they are noble ones, such and such are ordinary persons of morality. Such and such bhikkhus are devoid of morality. So the heavenly beings come and uh, give Uga this information prior to uh, the, the Sangha's visit. Uh, like that. But he says, uh, one of the wonders, uh, there are eight wonders of this uh, householder Uga. So this number six wonder is that, uh, Wonderful thing eh, is that when he make offerings of meals of material things to the Sangha, such thoughts of, oh, I will offer to this particular person because he is enlightened. I will offer only to this person because he is of good morality. I will offer little to this eh, uh, person because he is poor moral morality. This kind of thoughts never happen in his mind. So... <clears throat> As a matter of fact, he offers without differentiating who is noble, who is moral, or who is immoral. He made his offering impartially to each and everybody, and with the Sangha in mind. So this is the sixth wonder of this householder, Uga. Uga is the name. So... <clears throat> It is a very wonderful uh, quality to have. And actually, it will help to reduce a lot of defilements and a lot of uh, 
pollution of the of the merit that one is doing if one can do it in this way why because you know for normal people they when they have this kind of uh what we call spiritual elitism so if they know that oh this person he practiced oh, very well very well oh, then they start to chase you know like uh like chasing an idol like that oh he's the next michael jackson <laughs> and then they chase him and they offer and offer and offer but if somebody like maybe somebody who just ordained or somebody who is not well known then they will be like uh this person oh just a normal monk yeah just giving normal things like that so some people have this kind of uh attitude and actually this kind of attitude eh, is a little bit unwholesome it's uh, pretty unwholesome because uh, they have a lot of uh, ego. They may have a lot of ego in it. They have. They may have a lot of attachment in it. You know. So because of the defilement of the mind, then it results in the <clears throat> it results in the pollution of the merit of that wholesome act, right? So it is it is wise uh, for everyone uh, to, when offering uh, to a to a to a monk or to a Theravada monk, to do it with the intention in the mind that, oh, I offer this to the noble Sangha. This person is a representative of the noble Sangha, and I will offer this through him, I offer this to the Sangha. So if they have a, if everyone that, every monk that they see, no matter whether it's a good monk or a bad monk, if they can do like that, then, the power of the memory will be very powerful, yeah, just like this householder Uga, you know, and also they will not have uh, <coughs> regret uh, over yeah dana. Oh, this person. Oh, uh, I'm gonna offer to the sangha today. Okay, then uh, uh, maybe he asked his servant uh, to do the dana, and after that he asked the servant, oh, who came today? Ah, this person. I all. Uh, why he come? Uh, they sh- they should send me a Mahatera. Why why should they- why they send this person? Uh, then you know after having regrets after doing the offering has also diminished the, the karma and the effect of the wholesome act itself, right? So it is good. It is a really really good practice eh, to offer eh, to uh, the sangha eh, in the mind when eh, doing the offering. And no matter whether the monk is good morality or not so good morality or maybe he's an enlightened one, if you do this, it will be really, really beneficial to all of you, right? Okay, so uh, may all of you be able to cultivate this kind of a good practice uh, and uh, be able to practice generosity without uh, much pollution of the mind and may all of you uh, i wish here i wish all of you to be well peaceful and happy and may the triple gem bless all of us to be able to uh, attain path fruition and nibbana as soon as possible sadhu sadhu sadhu